And when you're talking about faith, you're talking about love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. And love, in my opinion, you love can't be about your ego. That's Bible you quoting right now, big dog. You know what I'm saying? That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> the message. Spotlighting the most important voices of today with Ebro. An open dialogue about their experiences in these times and the music that inspires them. Welcome back to The Message. I'm your host, Ebro Darden. Today, my guest is Lecrae. Some might call him a Christian rapper, but I just call him a rapper. In this conversation recorded back in 2021, we had to talk about his faith, the work he's doing in the community in Atlanta, and what it was like watching Kanye West figure out his faith in public. Let's get into it. Lecrae's Message. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have the pleasure today to sit down and uh, talk about the message with multi-Grammy award-winning Lecrae, the man responsible, I believe, for like the... the Say it. The resurgence, in a way. The resurgence. The better understanding. Artists not being ashamed to embrace their spirituality, their love of Jesus, their love of the Bible, and put it all in the music, and still be flawed. You know what I'm saying? And talk about your flaws publicly. I think that was always the fear. Let's go to Lecrae now. This is the message right here on Apple Music. Now, Lecrae, I talked to uh, Corin Hawthorne recently. Yeah. Um, I talked to your boy Andy Manio yeah. um, recently. And, and I think that I, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion in, in any way that a lot of people, you know, hip-hop has always embraced spirituality and talked about the Bible or... Islam or Christianity or Jesus, all those things been in hip hop. But artists were always afraid to like fully be like, look, you know, I love the Lord and that's how I prioritize my life. I think because they still wanted to smoke a blunt or be in the strip clubs or, you know, kind of do some of that worldly stuff. But I think in some ways you made it look cool and, and you were, uh, you know, very brave in that regard. Um, that may not have been your intention, but do you see that the same way as well? Yeah, in hindsight, you know, I didn't see it that way initially because you got to remember, I came up in hip hop. I didn't come up in the church. So I, I already had this perspective about like Christians and, 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 and like, you know, a gospel rap or whatever. And it was already so negative. So when I started doing it, I knew the perception I was going to have like within hip hop. And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, let me just do my thing. But over time, I realized, man, I, it's something I can embrace and I have to worry about what people say because it's like, look, it is what it is. And, and if the music is good, then, you know, what, what's going on? Well, but that's the piece right there. Like, people always come to me and they'll be like, yo, you heard this gospel rapper? And I'll be like, why can't he just be a rapper? He or she be a rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and why? And is it dope? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, is it dope? You know, is it that's is it dope? You and I have talked about this many times. Um yeah. now where have you been though? Let's talk about <laughs> that. You dropped Restoration. Uh your, that was your ninth studio album back 2020. Yeah. Uh did the pandemic, the pandemic slowed you down probably pretty, pretty seriously to go out and do shows and really connect the way you normally do. Yeah, I've been um I mean, being honest with you, man, I've been on my, like, you know, executive grind. So, you know, I I, right. I own my own label. We got nine artists. I've been, you know, working on getting their music going. 
Um, I got moved heavy in real estate, moved heavy in like, you know, rebuilding the city out here in Atlanta, uh, working with Killer Mike and Tip on some 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 real estate stuff. And so that's really kind of, it's like, you know, just trying to like boss up a little bit in some other areas and, and really contribute. You know, Nipsey, Nipsey messed me up. I ain't gonna lie to you. It messed me up because I thought, man, this man, a whole gang member and he changing his community and I'm supposed to be you know, the spiritually aware dude and what am I doing? So it's like, I got to get it together. Right. Yeah. Hey, you put Nipsey on number three on your The Message playlist. I don't know if the team talked to you before this, but the reason I sit down with individuals like yourself and do these special segments called The Message is because you guys have a message. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you've always had a message in your music and you've lived your life that way since coming out of the military and, you know, everything that you went through. Um, what's your message now to people when they talking to you? For me, it's kingdom, man, and, and kingdom over empire. Like, like you know, even to, to get, like, spiritual, it's like Egypt was an empire where it was like, hey, it's okay with enslaving people. But a kingdom is about unifying and bringing people together and making their lives better. And so right now, it's a lot of empirical views out here in society where it's like, how can we step on people to marginalize the people who don't get mm. opportunities instead of building... You know, having a kingdom mindset where everybody can 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 share and grow, and you know, I feel like that's what God ultimately wants. So it's spiritual for me, but it's social as well. So you know, for me, I'm like, man, how do I raise the level of consciousness out here for these marginalized communities and and provide some opportunities for folks? Talk about the the real estate work that you're doing down there in Atlanta. Um, and is it is it is it residential? Is it business? Yeah. You know, is it both? Like, what's the whole initiative? Yes, yeah, a mixture of both, man. So, um, you know, years back, I, I had the opportunity to help uh, plan a school in the city. Peace Preparatory Academy is in English Ave or the Bluff, as they call it. And, um, you know, we we started with kindergartners and now we up to the sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? We just added a grade every year. And uh, it's in the worst community. There wasn't no schools in the community. And then on the on sides of it, I partnered with, you know, my, my folks at Oaks ATL to help uh, erect some some apartment complexes that are income-based, but they quality. So it looks like gentrification is taking place, but you have to make a certain amount of money, under a certain amount of money to live there. And so the community's like, yo, these for us? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, absolutely. But then also you got to take a financial literacy class at the school in order to get into one of the buildings. So we teach a financial literacy as mm. well. You know what I'm saying? And um, How many units y'all got right now? Man, over 100 uh, units. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, we building more. So now I'm doing some more in South Fulton. Um, we're doing 141 units down there and, uh, you know, just doing some development. You know, that's that's that was a little more, um, you know, it's a different process. It's, it's, it's age oriented because a lot of the our, our elders are getting pushed out and kicked out and they don't have a place to thrive. Mm. So um, so I do, you know, but that's what I'm doing is I go to the hood and I just resurrect stuff, build up stuff and then try to figure out a way to keep the community in those places so they don't get pushed out and forced out. And uh, and that's a lot of what we're doing. There's some there's some business stuff too, some commercial stuff that we got going on, um, but um, but it's mostly residential because right now in Atlanta, all the gentrification is is heavy. So you know we we yeah, it's we, hard, especially yeah. downtown. They trying to they trying to make sure they never a black mayor ever again down there, boy. They trying Facts. to take that back. They want Facts. Atlanta. They want that. They want that city. Uh, what is the uh, City council, they taking yeah. them seats from black folks. They they trying to do everything they can. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. The the lack of diversity is is, is kind of crazy. So it's just trying to trying to paint a different picture for folks. You know what I'm saying? So people can uh, 
you know, still have a seat at the table and have a voice in the city. Do you do you anticipate an album for yourself in 2021 or not? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm working on some stuff. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working on some, some music, so we'll see what happens. I mean, it's very possible, but at the same time, I'm not going to rush nothing, you know? Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I, I etched my, my place out here, so I'm just trying to stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, you know, some of the best advice I ever got was from this, uh, this individual named Ebro, you know, years ago. Uh, I have put out, <laughs> I have put out this album Anomaly. It was the number one album in the country, you know, and it was the first of its kind to be number one on Billboard, on independent gospel, everything. And he was like, "Yo, man, don't sit here. Come right back and keep coming back with more music." A lot of cats get content just putting out something and then they they fall back. It was like, man, keep engaging the people, and so, so man, I took that to heart, and I've been trying to do that ever since. Yo, man. <laughs> that guy said that, man? That guy said that. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe it. I was Yo, like, man, man, I didn't even know he, he had it in him. <laughs> <laughs> you open up your playlist uh, with one of my favorites off this most recent Kanye West project, Donda, Jail. Uh, and there's two versions. There's one with Hove, and there's the one with the uh, baby. Mm -hmm. um, tell me your interpretation of this song. You know, some people take it at at face value, but there's a deeper meaning here. Um, what is it, what's this Kanye West jail mean to you? Oh, it's a lot, man. Like, I mean, I could tell you, I mean, you know, I don't even know what he was thinking, but I'm gonna tell you what I took away from it was like, it's that dichotomy of like, kind of like what you were saying earlier, like you're not a perfect person and you got your struggles and you still, you, you're dealing with all of the, the influences of society, be it racism, be it, socialism, whatever, the, the, the ills that are coming at you sideways, you still have to deal with everything. You know what I'm saying? And you you got your own problems that you're dealing with personally, maybe at home, maybe with the wifey, whatever it may, may be. And even though I'm clean and I'm new now, you know, I have a new outlook on life. God has changed my life. I still got priors. So I still got to deal with them old right. things. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. In my past. Yeah, so. My dad used to always say, the universe don't forget. <laughs> Yo, man, real rap. I got priors, man. So I, that's how I look at it. Like, yeah, you know. But and society don't forget. You know, they'll cancel you in a heartbeat. But it's but it's like that's you know. Right. In the end, right. he's like, look, God gonna pay my bill tonight, so I'm good. And I, and I really resonated with that part. Like, yeah, y'all do what y'all want. Y'all say what y'all want. Y'all can't stop the hand of God. So you know what I mean. Like, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Y'all can't stopping that. So I just keep pushing. Does does meditating on that? You know, because everybody focuses and meditates in different ways. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But really marinating and meditating on that positive outlook that God has got my bail tonight. Yeah. You know, God has got me. And, and you see people say it all the time. For you, how much does that keep you on track? Is that the, is that the thing? Is that the trigger? Is that the light switch that keeps keeps you from floating too far off your square? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think it's, yes, like from a like a existential kind of mindset, for sure, I know God got me, but he uses the the tangible, you know what I'm saying? He uses my relationships with people who gonna hold me down. He uses uh, family to be like, bro, don't even sweat the nonsense, I got you. You know, individuals in my life to like reaffirm that. Um, and so it's like, you know, I've been come at sideways on so many things over the years. I'm still here, fam. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm still here. I'm still. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? So it's evidence yeah. that it. You know that the it's powers outside of myself that's keeping this thing going, keeping this train moving. Oh, uh, Lecrae, I'd love to hear from you too because now you have so an icon like Kanye West really publicly embracing Jesus Christ, his Lord and Savior, and mm-hmm. his his spirituality and his his faith. Yeah. And making, you know, making gospel records and, and having Sunday service. And you was doing all these things, uh, you know, before it became in vogue. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm sure you and I'm sure you welcome it. And, and I'm sure and I'm and I'm not saying that as a diss. Like, I believe and I know Kanye well enough to know that his journey, his trek, you know, his quest, if you will, is in, from a pure space of trying to find the best, trying to find greatness, trying to find a great life for him, his family, and the people that he loves. So I believe that from Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, But it... And and Kanye put out Jesus Walks, you know what I'm saying, on his first album. You know what I'm saying? So it's not as if he was ever shy about, you know, trying to uh, uh, parse out his own faith and and, and be vulnerable about it. Yeah. Uh, But... When you see the amount of success and the amount of attention that Kanye's getting and you're watching him sort through this stuff in front of the world and be judged, mm-hmm. right? Um, wh- what thoughts do you have on that? I got a lot, honestly. Man, I don't even know where to begin with that one. I, I think, um, so, so, so even on a music tip, um, I think Kanye, Kanye's going to explore what he's experiencing in his music. So that's part, that's part of the struggle is you're in a growth process and people are listening to you as you grow and as you struggle. So you don't even have it all figured out, but you processing it, you know, on wax. You know what I mean? You processing it um, in your music. So that's going to come with some level of scrutiny. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come with some level that's of right. like pushback because it's like you don't have it all the way figured out. And people listen to music and take that as like a declaration, like this is everything that it mm-hmm. should be, you know. And he's done that in the past, you know, with certain statements. Slavery's a choice, you know. It's like a declaration or putting on the red cap. Like those are like declarations. When the reality is, he was on a journey. Like he was trying to figure stuff out. Yep. And I think the 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 downside of that is that you know when you try to figure stuff out publicly, people take it as like. You don't get the opportunity to like grow and ch- and change publicly. Like you, that's where you landed your plane. So privately, everyone's growing. Everyone's mind is changing. Everyone right. is is going through different waves. So so I give him some measure of of grace and some measure of like, yo, my man, I get it. Like you learning as you going and you trying to process it all. I think it's hard for somebody like Kanye because. He's always heard. He got so many people telling him yes, yes, yes. He he gets way he gets so much praise. It it be hard to decipher when you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because because mm. so many people around you see you as right. So I welcome his journey. Um, I would just tell folks, yo man, give him some space to make mistakes and give him some room to say the wrong things. And as long as he comes back and admits, like, oh, I was bugging. You know what I mean? Uh, I I, had, I got that all wrong. Because I, I know some of the folks he's been journeying with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some of the people, and some people he don't rock with no more on the on the Christian side that he was rocking with, but he don't rock with them no more. And I'm like, good. I'm glad, because they was 
on that weird stuff. But you know, it, it takes it takes a journey for people to get to where they go, and hopefully, he'll land a plane in a healthy place. You know, I I think the most the most poignant thing you pointed out was that declaration, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you present yourself as having figured it out, that's where people are definitely going to pick it apart. When you present it as I'm on a journey and I'm really trying my best to figure out where I'm at and and what this means to me and and please help me, support me. Yeah. I think people obviously are going to be a little bit more uh a uh, open, mm-hmm. uh, be warm in reception, and, and, and see um, encouraging. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I think his, you know, uh, and anyone, not, not even just, you know, picking on Kanye, but anyone who puts their ego mm-hmm. in front of their journey is when you start to see things really not be well received because right. on, on on a on a on a life journey on a spiritual journey and and when you're talking about faith you're talking about love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and love can and love in my opinion you love can't be about your ego you're right you're right you you that's that's bible you quoting right now big dog you know what i'm saying that's it right there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It can't be about you. It's about us. It's about everyone. It's about, you know, you and everybody that you're connected to. And I think, you know, it's very interesting, too, because during this, la- you know, last uh, 18, 24 months of the pandemic, you got to see how many people are not about us. And, I'm, and I mean us. I don't mean us in a black sense. I mean us in a human sense. Human sense. Facts. I mean humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just people breathing the same air. Yep. Sharing the same water. And we yep. knew it. You know, we knew it, but faced with like imminent potential death. Yeah. You really got to see, you know what I'm saying, what this is really all about. And that's that's that empirical mindset I'm talking about. The empire will crush you like Rome to get what they want. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, know, you, you don't matter. Only thing that matters is the empire. So if the empire ain't growing, then you know, we got problems and that's, that's what I don't rock with. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's not, it's like, it's not people oriented. And, and you know, so when you start moving in that direction, I don't care if you're an artist, whatever. It's like, that's a, you a tyrant, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to rock with the tyrants. You want to rock with the, the men of the people, the, 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 the women of the people. You're listening to The Message with my guest, Lecrae. Make sure you go check out his message playlist on Apple Music with songs from Nipsey Hussle, Andy Manil, J. Cole, Kendrick, Moray, and more. Just search for The Message. And while you're at it, subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified for every new episode. Now back to the convo on The Message. I want to get into this joint right here. Um... Story of OJ, you threw some hove on here. Why did you throw this story of OJ on the message playlist? Yo, he dropped so many gems in that I didn't catch till later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's not until you acquire some wealth. I mean, now, mind you, he on another tax bracket, but... You know, when you acquire some money or you acquire some 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 opportunities or status... And you like, oh, I'm still just, I'm still just a little black boy to y'all, huh? Like I didn't realize the, the mm-hmm. perception that y'all, how y'all see me. And um, I don't think, I think I realized it, it happens in every context. So I thought I was in, 
insulated from that being in like a faith-based context. Like, oh, I'm insulated. We all one big happy family. I didn't realize it's a good old boy system everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, yeah, you may have ascended these heights and you may have this money, but at the end of the day, you get to talking about this too much. Sorry, buddy. Or we're not inviting you golfing unless it benefits us in some kind of way. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize this. And that's not to 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 blanket everybody, but it's still it's sectors of folks who just I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? And and then it's just like also teaching me to like invest in things outside of just the you know, the quick fix. It's like, yo, you keep getting liabilities and no assets. And it's like, all right, hove kicking game, like raising me on that type type tip. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Boy, okay. <laughs> hey, I felt like that. I ain't gonna you lie know? to you. No cap. Yeah. Once again, like you said, people put the empire over the people. Yeah. You know, the entity, the entity of white supremacy and the entity of the hierarchy of that is more important mm-hmm. than anything. And the yeah. one thing that people of color and specifically too many black folks don't understand is that as the diaspora goes, meaning black people on the planet, yeah. Where we are at as black people who share the same lineage yeah. is basically where we're all at. Facts. And so where are you we? You know what I'm saying? And you, your, your bank account might be higher than this one, and this one over here might be better than that one. But the perception of us as a people yeah. is, what we're, is what's going to enable us to have better mental health better emotional stability, better family structures. Yeah. You know what I mean? These, 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 these things that are, in some regards, intangibles right. that can't be fixed uh, just by a bank account. Right. It has to be fixed with love. It has to be fixed with us coming together and supporting one another and knowing that we got each other. You know, we're in a we're in a racial caste system. If, if anybody hasn't read it, the book Cast by Isabel Wilkerson is phenomenal. Yeah. But we in a racial we in a racial caste system and it's a caste based off of color. So if you can if you can change your status, it's class and not caste. So money may change your That's status, right. but you're still in a caste and you're still seen as a part of the lower caste because of your skin tone. It's, you're socially assigned. Bingo. And that's that's what's not going to, you can't change that. You know what I'm saying? So like in India, their caste system is like, yo, who, what family are you from? You can't change the family you come from. So you always going to be on that, in that caste, you know, on, on where you are on the ladder. And so similarly for us, it's like, I can't change my ancestry. You, you see it on me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. no matter how much money I get, I'm always going to be a part of that caste. That's that lower tier. Um, you know, but the work you're doing down in Atlanta, you know, which starts to reinforce community, reinforce family, uh, help people navigate, you know, getting two jobs and building up their self-worth, recognizing their self-worth beyond the social construct. You know what I mean? And you begin to own land, you begin to, you know, control what's taking place, what you're putting in your body. Uh, where you live and these things, now you start to, uh, 
I guess, take some of that power back. Facts. Yeah. And take some of that control back. Yeah. Uh, I want to get into, uh, you threw our guy Murray on here, his joint quicksand. You know, Murray, he got the, he A, comes from the church, got those amazing quintessential church soul vocals, bluesy church yeah. black soul vocals. Uh, yeah. Why is that? Why you you put him on here? And have have you connected with Murray? Have you had a chance to connect? Yeah, we we connected online, but we ain't met up in person. So you know, and it's all it's all love. Like yeah, I, you know, it's the vibes he give off. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Um, from that spiritual perspective, for sure. But it's also his countenance, man. He just like you can't not like that dude. You know what I'm saying? He got a countenance right, that's about right. the about the people and like he enjoys every moment you know he just the energy that he bring with him is something that like we need more of that and it's and the innovation that he brings to music it's like he trying to do his own thing instead of doing what everybody else is doing so man it's just like man what do you not like about this guy like he talented his character he like the way he carry himself you know that whole vibe, that whole energy, and then we can we can wax philosophical or spiritual as well. So it's like, man, this is, we need more of that. You know what I'm saying? In music, Lecrae, it's always great to sit down with you. You got Kendrick and Cole back to back on the message playlist. <laughs> yeah. uh, you put 1985 on here. 1985, I arrive. Woo! <laughs> and then you got that good kid on here. You know, both Cole and Kendrick talk about uh, you know community, faith relationships, uh, just being black men trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you pick these two particular records, though, 1985 and Good Kid? 1985, I could relate to. Um, sometimes you got to slap people up a little bit, you know, shake them a little bit just to help them understand what's going on. I felt like that's what 1985 was doing is just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, just articulating like, y'all don't really get it, but you think you get it, but you don't. And I mean, you obviously, you know, you can't always shake people like that. Like sometimes you gotta like walk with them and talk with them. But then there's just certain moments where you need that. You know what I'm saying? Like you just need that like jolt. Like oh, and I felt like that's what he was giving. He was it was it was like it was free game. And I um, but Cole did it in a way where it's like he's telling his story and giving you free game at the same time. And um, I don't know. I really love I love that. And for Good Kid, Mad City, that's my story. I mean that's just. In a lot of ways, it's like I was only moving toward the wildlife, the tough guy life, because that's the the people that was put in front of me in the direction that they was leading me to. But I was always meant to be a person who is concerned about the people. I was always meant to be a thinker. I was always meant to to do more. It's my environment didn't give me that opportunity. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it, it just I, there was no outlet for that to grow and mature and. And they and that stuff was stripped away from our community. They need us bo- broke and poor. They need liquor stores on every corner, and you know what I'm saying they they need me eating you know bad food on a regular basis because it 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 allows them to buy the property for cheap, and it keeps me out of their business and and keeps control over their best interests. And so you know, but I was always a good kid in the sense of like there was so much good in me in this environment, and you would have never known. Was it not for rap? That and that's uh, take me to a whole nother place. That gets on my nerves sometimes. I mean, I, I appreciate rap music. I appreciate hip hop for what it is. I appreciate professional sports, but I be getting tired of getting on first class flights and people like, you know, who you play for or what you you uh yo, yeah, you, man. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like why I can't be an orthodontist? 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't be mm-hmm. in a sense because of the way society's structured. But so I do appreciate rap for what but it's done. Trust but me. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. You on that path, man. You know, at your age, man. In a minute, they going to say, yo, you rap? You going to, or you play ball? You be like, nah, man. I'm in real estate. <laughs> Right. Old schools, man. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Yeah, like because it happens to me all the time, and people be like, "Yo, you rap?" I'll be like, "No." Yeah. Well, what do you do? I work in media. Right. I'm an executive in media. Like, what do you hit him with that? Hit him. That's with it. That. And I'll be like, "Oh, wow. Okay, okay." You know what I mean? And yeah. it, but it, it, you know, it it is frustrating. Uh, but you know, um, it's a gift and a curse, right? Just like you said, you doing, yeah. you're able to do other things because our ancestors, uh, you know, created the ability for us to tell stories rhythmically, right? And and, and and get that message out to the world, yeah. and we're able to take that and do it in a way where nobody on planet Earth could do it like us. Yeah. And that's our natural resource, and we're able to turn that into you building affordable housing in schools. Right. Yeah, and that's why I feel like it's like it, it is a catch twenty two. I mean, it's a love hate relationship, but I love hip hop. You know, I love rap music, so I, I never talk down on it. I just hate that that's like the option, and there's so many individuals who can't rap to say their life, but that's the only thing they know that they got to try to figure out how to do it because they don't know no other way. Yep. Yeah. That's real. Lecrae. It's always a blessing to sit with you, sir. Man, Thank you always for your a blessing, time. man. Stay tuned. We got new music coming, you know what I'm saying? I'm here, man. Just hit me up, man. Done. Lecrae, I love you, bro. Love you too, man. Appreciate you, bro. Take care, sir. This has been The Message with Lecrae. The Message. Don't push me. Call. I'm close to the edge. An open dialogue about the voices of today and their experiences through music that inspires them.